Good morning. Welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and today oh, today it's 30th of October, 2019, and today I've got a special guest. His name is Jason Errol. Do I pronounce that yeah, right, Jason? Correct, yeah. Jason is the principal of Queen Elizabeth High School here in Calgary, and Jason, I'm going to allow you to just introduce yourself sure. and tell us a bit about your, your background, and then we can go into a bit more. Sure. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for uh, inviting me on to this. Pretty excited about it. I'm so native Calgarian. Um, with some ties certainly to the uh, the resource world and all. My dad was uh, heavily involved in the oil business uh, as an accountant himself, similar to, to your background. So yeah. I've got the reap the rewards of that. And I'm going to uh, cut you off here because a native Calgarian only comes with a lunchbox. And I'm just for the ven- benefit of the of the listeners here, Jason does carry a Calgary Flames uh, lunchbox. And I, you know, I, I noticed that a while back, but I had to point it out here on the desk. <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Flames all the way. Um, you know, my dad worked for Dome and Amico uh, back in the day. And I Dude, we called it Doom Petroleum. Doom Petroleum, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, what, I mean, Calgary, because yeah. I worked for the auditors, and you were doomed as an yeah. auditor because you literally spent the entire day just looking at Invoice. vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> Invoices. There we go. So, <laughs> oh, it's great. And then, uh, you know, even myself got a chance to work with them for a little bit and then uh, moved into education. And uh, spent my most of my time here. Have spent a little bit of time teaching in Australia as well. Uh, you were in, in Australia, yeah. Nice. Taught, taught in a Perth, uh, Perth, Australia. So, which is very like Calgary. Region. It's a resources and mining. Yeah, very similar to to Calgary as well with the mining industry wow. and the connection to good resources. Ex- good, cool experience. Oh, right. life changer. And then uh, in through here with the CB has been great. Uh, so CBE being the Calgary Board of Education. Calgary Board of Education. That's right. Sorry, I should clarify that. Um, <laughs> I, I, these new terms. I, I yeah. see the, the, the email exchange at CBE and I'm like, yeah, I have to think. All the acronyms, right? Full of acronyms. Right. Um, so with Calgary Board of Education uh, for about 24 years. Uh, wow. I've been an administrator for about 12 or 13 of those and have had the privilege or opportunity to be administrator from kindergarten through to grade 12 school. So, so while you were in kindergarten, you actually got, were yeah. administrator. No, <laughs> so you worked in the kindergarten level up to from K to 12. schools that have kindergarten right yeah. through to schools up until now being grade in Cal- 12. All in Calgary? All in Calgary here at Queen Elizabeth. So pretty lucky to see that full range of, uh, of kids coming through in their different developmental stages. And uh, so, the benefit, so the benefit of the listeners, Queen Elizabeth High School really goes from K? We're grade the, 7 to grade 12. Grade 7 to 12. principals at other schools, okay. different age grades in those schools. But the elementary is separate. You're not separate, the principal of correct. the elementary. Yeah. But so that the school, really the, the territory, and for yeah. a lot of people don't know this, it's a hidden secret because you've got the entire from grade 1 up through to grade 12, and yeah. right in the territory. Now right you, in the territory, yeah. And uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth, the only school of students grade 7 to grade 12. And so we really see where they're sort of uh, burgeoning as, as young educators and young learners and then moving into into the world of grade 12. So it's quite a unique opportunity so for us. So for another little fun fact, I don't know if – you, you told me through email that uh, the, the, the mayor of Calgary, yeah. which I don't know the name. I just yeah. don't know that. I'm literally yeah, back. Yeah, Mayor Nenshi is a Queen Elizabeth graduate. There you go. So that yeah. that, that, is, that is incredible. I'm going to get him on this podcast, and we're going to cross-reference that. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, he's been out here a couple times, not in my time here. But uh, right. yeah, his picture's up on the wall in a couple places. So, Jason, just, uh, you know, thank you for the background. And, and, and this is, I call this the Calgary Business Podcast, but really, and I think I shared my view with you earlier, that education is foremost, you know, in, in, for business, setting the stage, whether it's so secondary. You you're, you're happen to be, at the yeah. for, in my view, the forefront of the next, where the, where the kids yeah. will go next, be, meaning from either post-secondary and higher education mm-hmm. or right to the workforce. So, what, are, what in, in your view... 
and you've got some, I know you've got some thoughts, but maybe you can frame this. Uh, what are the key changes that have happened in the education sector vis-a-vis the business world yeah. over the last few years? Yeah, I think there's been some dr- dramatic changes uh, in education and actually in response to, in- to industry. So about f- uh, five years ago, right. um, the Minister of Education and the government came out with some, some feedback from industry saying they needed different type of workforce coming out. Wow. So, so you were, felt this yeah, at the yeah, school level? At the school level. All right, sorry, high, yeah, high school level. At the high school level where the industry was coming back to to leaders of our province and saying we need different employees. We're having to come in and retrain people. We want students, the new workforce coming in who is able to apply and react to the industry, especially here in Alberta where right. things are moving so quickly right. at the forefront so much of, of industry, whether that's uh, the burgeoning tech industry here, or our great resources and an oil base, which is also driving technology. And what the world needs now is students and young adults who can actually aren't just repeating information. So if we think back to when you and I went to school, right. it was rote memorization. Yeah. Repeat the formula, do the formula, do that enough, get enough formulas, and then you can be your engineer. And it was very simple. Right, right. Well, it's, it's interesting. So, this this whole part of the, the the feedback and the dialogue, you know, I go back to the times when I was yeah. the junior achievement. Yeah, and that seemed to me a great way to teach some yeah. business skills. But that only included a handful of kids from the school. Yeah. I remember going to it was a school. I was part of the junior achievement as yeah. a volunteer, and you, I spoke at the school. And, but that, it didn't seem to go deep enough. Right. You'd only get a few students no. who, who had joined. And now we're looking at changing our whole education system. So Alberta has been very responsive to this and Alberta education. So the Alberta right. curriculum that we're mandated to teach is actually picked up in other places in the world. So you mentioned you were uh, previously living in, in uh, Qatar. Yes. And a lot of those countries actually use the private schools out there, use the Alberta curriculum. So it is... And not surprised. There's the Calgary. There was the, the, nursing, the nursing school is yeah. there. And there are a lot of Calgarians in the uh, in the universities yeah. there as well, yeah. teaching. In, in, teaching. Yeah. So the um, the minister of education with the ministerial order, which sort of started to change teaching, and it was creating that entrepreneurial spirit, where we're looking in our work. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, okay, sorry. Sorry. Well, looking in our work to actually make sure that we're having students who are critical thinkers can transfer that knowledge so it's no longer just repeating information. As teachers, we're no longer just the, the holders of knowledge right. that we disperse little right. bits each year for 12 years. And you know that knowledge is out there with the internet. Kids can find anything right away and we need to teach them to be critical thinkers and to apply their learning across multiple so fields. Give us an example. So as a teacher, I mean, yeah. maybe uh, not yeah. a business, but a critical thinker. I like yeah. this line. Yeah. But what would you say is an example of, of as you te- teach your yeah. learning yeah. and them being, or teaching them, because yeah. you, you have to learn as well, yeah. Yeah, train exactly. the trainer. Yeah. So if we look at, say, a science class, where in the past we would just, you know, hear the facts on science. Right. Now, a class might take four, four articles read those articles out of a current science magazine right, right. or off- offline and reflect on that. Where can you apply this to to our world? You know, what are the really? gaps in, in this article? What do you think is true? So getting them to think, just because it's on the internet isn't as make it's true. Right. Right? Transferring that knowledge and actually looking to combine curriculum. So instead of a silo where it's just math or just science, looking at projects combine that, that combine and even looking at English wow. and math. So that right. so that's you know, this when I met with the, Dr. Bob Schultz and I'm just mm-hmm. yeah. he's up at the university I don't know if you know Bob yeah. um, and he was business school we talked about yeah. business sorry business cases and this comes to right what you were just saying make it real world 
and he said, so in the future of cases, yeah. right today, there's two examples. One was today, what they're doing, they're saying, here's, here's Apple, here's Microsoft, and here's some issues, and their, their earnings yeah. call is next week. I need you students to come up with what you think, the, how yeah. their earnings call is going to go. And so then, they, then they, they, they had a role play, and then later they listened to the, the, the earnings call, yeah. and the, the students are saying, wait a minute, they didn't cover 16, yeah. 17 points or whatever we had. So there's a difference, there's a reality. Yeah. And the second part was, he said, where we want to go with our cases, there's, there's 30,000 immigrants at the border. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. And so people say, well, it's not a, it's a social, you know, it's a business issue later in terms of getting work employed and getting them. Yeah. So really interesting. Well, even, you know, from things like our, our shop classes, we're moving away from where every kid builds, you know, you're an ashtray and then you build a little box and you do the same thing. <laughs> now we're looking at... The sheet metal, the yeah. sheet metal, uh, the dustpan for the... the dustpan, uh, right? Yeah. And everyone made that. Yeah. And that's what everyone made. That's right. Right. Well, now it's, okay, so you're going to build a birdhouse. Well, what type of birdhouse are you going to build? Well, you got to research to see what type of birds live Brilliant. in your Brilliant. area. Yeah. Who do you want to attract? What materials should you use? You know, what sort of bird feed should you be using? Can then what materials you're going to use? Is right. it going to last in our environment? Because we are so diverse. Right. So it is, you know, getting kids to really be thinking about what they're doing, not just going through the action, but actually right. be critical thinking. Giving them some tools. Some right. really, that, yeah. that is critical thinking. Right. That yeah. whole holistic approach. Then if we Wonderful. look right up to our entrepreneurial spirit, where we're now having students in grade 11 and 12 running our food program, our culinary arts program, and looking at pricing and selling things and what's going to sell and little pop-up stores. We have a little pop-up store that one of the our students is looking to start where she's just going to open up when she can on yeah. like Thursday afternoons and sell things to, to kids, right? So it's wow, creating great. that spirit and that initiative and yeah. then us as learners supporting kids going, yeah, and then helping them along to, okay, we need to think of to make this happen. I mean, there's a, that's a junior achievement case study yeah, live right working at the st- yeah. in, the, in the cafeteria. Yeah. Wonderful. We went on a trip with a science class. So instead of just looking at an ecosystem and wetlands, we went down to the north, uh, to Weaselhead, North Glenmore Park, yeah. looked at the ring road and all the implications of the ring road. So environmentally, what sort of bridge do they build? What impact does that have on the environment? How do they mitigate that? How do we look at how that impacts, right? Our, our First Nations there, what land do they want? Okay, well, if they're selling land and those whole things that come into it, we're now... Right. So you're talking about, you're talking about at the student level and having right. that debate as opposed to an off... Again, going yeah. back to when I was in high school, there was a debate club. Yeah. And it was an el- not elite, but it was just yeah. Something that the geeks did, right? Or something that nobody else did. did. Kind of like computers and tech. Yeah. Now, now it's we have everyone doing it immersed. and getting kids to to justify their reasoning and their thought process. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, like you've got a you've got a roadmap, and for the yeah. benefit of our listeners, Jason's mapped out. This is a typical this is a typical teacher. He's got to have <laughs> arrows and going off to the. But no, literally, it's a bit of a uh, the Calgary Board of Education in the middle with some key pointers. Have you have you touched yeah. on all that? Do you want to? Is no, there anything like else you want to expand on? That. So you know. Um, since you approached me, it took, uh, as I mentioned, listened to several of your podcasts. That Thank really, you for that. Really got me thinking. And I was looking at what is public education, and I'm key with that, public education, how does that reside within the Calgary business world? Right. So to me, there's sort of three areas. We're the creators, so we're having new workforce, new owners, new business people like we sort of talked about. So we're looking at generating those critical thinkers, right? Right. Making students coming into the business workforce, whether they're Fantastic. workers, startups, that whole area. Um, as a consumer, because as the public education, we're taking that tax money, we're very tied to our resources. That's right. And with the current uh, political uh, world that we're living in, 
you know, that is having an impact on how we run our business because we're taking tax dollars. We're so connected to, right, to right. oil, um, you know, becomes a bit of a challenge for us. So if we're looking to create the best students we can, the most well-educated critical thinkers, that takes time and resources, and all those resources are being cut. And but that then, investment, so let's, let's, talk, let's drill down yeah. on that a little bit because you are taking the money, but if you've changed the yeah. way you're thinking or the way you've uh, approached to education – they will be more productive and they'll put more tax dollars yeah. into work, whether it's in oil and gas or other yeah. areas of the, of, the, of the workforce. Well, if you look at, if you might have heard of MealShare, which is a, a program I have not. where, you know, award-winning program where some CB students gone through, through business here and in, in, yeah. uh, through UFC and created a company now that generates revenue, but then also gives that back to needy students. Those are ideas coming right out of our students. We're Brilliant. looking to create Brilliant. the best business people that we can right within the cb so that does yeah we take the money but then we're repaying it but then i also look the sort of the third branch is you know publication public education itself is a business so just this site alone at queen elizabeth high school right you know, my yearly budget is 3.4 million dollars and at the end of 10 months i'm held accountable to get that as close to zero as i can so there is no saving there is no slush fund it is taking all that money. A lot of it goes to our salaries, so then sure. generates the business and the cycle continues, but then also turning that into the best experiences. And if you look at CB, the Calgary Board of Education, we're right. 7,000 teachers. Who knows how many... In Calgary. Mill, yeah, in Calgary, just 7,000 teachers, mill workers, lawyers, engineers, right. architects. Like, it's a huge industry within, within there. That's right. It's a workforce. I mean, it's a labor-intensive workforce, and it's needed. That labor is needed to drive yeah. that education system. Third, third biggest school board in Canada. You know, bigger than several of our towns and cities here, right? So, nice. Yeah. So I think, you know, that ed, public education is certainly integral to business within Calgary. And I think that, you know, it, it's nice to hear that there was a dialogue and that that exchange happened between educators, at, yeah. I guess, at the ministerial level, but to push down and to listen to the industry saying, hey, we need this. Yeah. And it's very consistent to what I'm hearing from the professors at SAIT, yeah. some dialogue with the University of Calgary, and also with the professor David Allwright over at yeah. uh, Calgary we, Bo- at yeah. Board, Bow Valley College. Sorry. And we dialogue with them, and we have some called dual credit programs where students spend half their day here with us in the school, right. and they spend half the day at the university, taking university courses and getting credit for that at the same time they're doing here, where now education is becoming a commodity. Right. Where So education across the world is a commodity now. And people right. are looking, the you know, UFC is looking to hook in to the best and brightest students early. So if they have... Like a draft, off, like looking a at draft, the draft. And the, right, because <laughs> they want to be the, they want to have that reputation of being the best. So they're looking to hook students in and we're looking to challenge students to go, whether that's at, at SAITS, at Bow Valley College, at yeah. UFC. Like we're certainly looking for these opportunities. And then as even our critical thinkers here getting them into industry, we have something called the Work Experience Program where students can be earning credits, high school credits, right. while also working. So those working could be internships at SMART. We have students who work with SMART Technologies right. work experience, others in small little startups. Now, uh, smart, smart Technology, I, I'm wondering if, when I, back in my day and 30 years ago at the UFC, there was one of the professors, she started Smart Technology. Wow. I, is it the same company? I just wonder. It is the same company, Smart Technology. Janet, the same con- I'm not sure of the, the connections there, okay. but it's, yeah, that's... Just you, it, it, yeah. I'm going to trigger that. I'm going to put that aside, but it really, it, when you've, it just literally, it, it triggered something from uh, one of the professors, I believe, yeah. it was the company she was working for, I had started, but I'll, I'll, I'll go back on that one. Yeah. So just these opportunities for kids to enter into the, the workforce, 
at different levels that works for them into business, and then it generates and spins off from there. So, Jason, uh, to you know, to get I guess for the to to ground this back and say that going forward, as as now you. You've, you've laid the framework for what I believe looks like a solid back uh, footing for, for mm-hmm. ch- kids coming out, giving them some skills. Yeah. Other than just playing, and I can go into the playing esports, yeah. which is, is huge, but really important here is, is what do you see the next two to three years impacting, or what, what are the key, what's going to impact this process going forward over the next couple of years? So realistically, first one is going to be the business itself in Calgary and Alberta, right? right? So depending where our tax base and, and resource goes, so that's right. a, uh, more of a national uh, problem than a lo- local one, I would say. Certainly, okay. the the influence is there. So obviously, revenue. If we take that part out of it, um, technology is a huge one. So we're in a uh, quite a challenge in schools with technology, where we have these young creative minds that can take some of the technology and just run with it right. and create amazing things using technology. But also there's a huge distractor of, of social media and, and gaming. So we're in between those two where we want to capitalize on technology, but also know there's a huge social draw for students into the other realm. So I think our biggest challenge right now is capitalize on technology um, and engaging students to be critical thinkers uh, and do the hard work. So I mean, let's talk on let's talk about gaming because a trend I've been seeing, mm-hmm. and I mentioned you earlier about the different yeah. levels of investment in tech, and a real trend I'm seeing is these taking the real estate, say an old building yeah. that hasn't sold bricks and mortar of, and I'm giving you this yeah. idea because I think there's yeah. some there's something here yeah. for your innovation, and they're literally putting they're they're, they're creating a platform for kids to come yeah. and play. And tournaments, and then, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, they bring in the evaluators, yeah. uh, the mental to see how yeah. their phys- physical fitness are they mentally fit to play? Yeah, five six hours worth of yeah. gaming, but they're put their money's being raised, and I'm just thinking out loud here. But there's a real opportunity at if you take the two yeah. instead of ignoring that the gaming's there, and, and, oh, I, it's and an instead of ignoring sure. the, the iPads. And I, I kids, my daughter sends messages from school. Yeah. And I say, well, aren't you in school? But it seems that there's a real uh, acceptance of yeah. the technology in the yeah. school. And how I, can you see that as an opportunity to bring the two together? Oh, I, I think it's. I think there's a real opportunity. I think originally when tech first was coming in, and you know, smart technology and phones. Yeah. Um, specifically for students, it was first a ban. It was no. Yes. Right? Um, I've had the privilege of opening up several schools, so cutting edge stuff, open a new school, we really push the technology, push of doing things differently. Yeah. Um, and we were embracing phones and get really trying to get students to use their phones. So, you know, here's a challenge, right? Who can connect with someone in industry the, the soonest, right? And kids are connecting through mom and dad. And so now we're bringing tech, using technology where we're using FaceTime and bringing scientists right into the classrooms. So there's huge opportunity. Brilliant. Huge opportunities for students to to connect with people right away with phones and using that. Um, so I think that part is there. Then we've come almost where we tried to engage them, which was a challenge at times. And especially when students, a lot of their technology is beyond the adults they're dealing with. Yeah, that, see, there's, there's there's a tech having the tech understanding, tech savvy, and then there's the actual tech coders yeah. and developers because getting girls into STEM, the, yeah. the science, yeah, yeah. technology, engineering, and math, yeah, and you know they love the phone, yeah, but what gets behind that, that tech behind it isn't necessarily a match. And I don't know if you're finding that yeah. in your school. It is. It's using the, te- the power that's in that phone and, the yes. te- and their world and then challenging that into some learning opportunities. And a lot of it, too, is 
creating lessons and being the flexibility to do things different than we have in the past. We could, I, I could probably spend all day just talking yeah. about some of the ideas. Literally, I mean, just I'm, I'm thinking of the gym. Yeah. When it's not being used, it could be used. Or yeah. thinking of the classrooms. If you don't have a class, yeah. there's not a class yeah. in there. And, and using that in time. Or when the kids are sitting in your, yeah. is it called nighttime? Or the, yeah, we have a, a flex block, it's called generally. And it's not yeah, night. It's, it's in K-N-I-G-H-T-S for yeah. Queen Elizabeth Nights. Nights. So it's so, a flexibility block where students have that opportunity to focus on the most important part of their learning yeah. uh, for the day. So for a lot of kids now in the world that have multiple jobs, you know, students are coming from all over the city to this school, so getting yeah. together with partners to do some great work. So it's a, a block where they can do then. Wonderful. Some go get extra tutoring, and some kids need a mental health break, and they're in our in a weight room getting a, a, a nice. bit of a break there so they can focus for the next 80 minutes yeah. on math class because they got to move for 45 minutes. And that's another trend. You talk about mental health. There's yeah. a company here in Calgary uh, called Headversity, yeah. and they're really going into the workforce and talking yeah. about it. And I know when I was talking with um, Terry Rock from Platform yeah. Calgary, he said one of the key pillars of their, their start, the startups is yeah. exactly the mental health Making sure that yeah. that the stresses of raising funds, hiring staff, that that they're they're taking care of. This. It seems to be a real trend. Another trend yeah. that I'm seeing in sort of fundraising, but on the fundraising trend, yeah. but also just in everything. Now you've, me- you've mentioned health it. Mental is a huge learning. Yeah. A bit of a challenge around learning for some students, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's important. So it's nice to see. So that that seems to be a thread that's growing, a trend, or maybe it's, maybe it's not growing. It's yeah. just it's there. It's, it's there. another thread to pull on. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so much. This has been a great, uh, great to have your insights on the Calgary Board of Education, the changes, and we can take some, some of this offline. Yeah. And really, thanks for your time My today. My pleasure, John. Thank you very much.